AF eloquence is made in the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging, and we recognise that sovereignty was never ceded. Time for a treaty. Hello and welcome to AF Eloquence, the show where we are eloquent at AF about all things football. Sometimes, sometimes we are. After, you know, mid-season breaks that maybe last four, five, six weeks to get ourselves in check, do a little mini pre-season for the finals. My name is Bart Welch. And my name is Emil Freund. We are here. We've, we're, we're cherry ripe. But we've had a little, oh, you're right, we've had a little mini pre-season. Mm-hmm. We are cherry ripe for finals. We're sometimes eloquent about football and we're sometimes eloquent about all things football, but it's rare that we line them both up. So, you know, you, hopefully you'll uh, allow us that little artistic license uh, in our intro. Um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, we break form sometimes. Sometimes it's a weekly pod, other times it's not. Sometimes the intro's like that, other but, times it ain't. Yeah, and you know what? The Carlton song has We're the Team That Never Lets You Down in it. So yeah. we're really got- just being consistent with uh, with the league. Yeah, exactly. There's plenty of lies out there right now. There's lies in song. There's lies uh, right. about um, bringing a weekly podcast. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> but the, the main point here is... We're back for finals, merely, and it's good to see your face. Um, and got oh, a spring air, yeah, and, uh, right. spring football, bloody bloody September action. Yep, we're here. We're we're inspired. I think, yeah. I mean, you don't know what you got till it's gone, and 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 we've only got another. I don't know how many games are left. There's two this uh, weekend, two, this two the weekend after that, and then the final five Fifth more games, games of footy. So we have less than Five a normal matches. round of football over the next three right. weeks. So normally what do we get? We get eight, no, nine a week, nine a week. Nine, we nine have, games. you know, just over half that uh, left over this three-week period. Which it's is, like a buy round, really. Spread over three weeks. It is, it's kind of a shame, isn't it? And we're going to yeah, ramp, like, ramp from the pod back up for the final five games of the year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh and we're, we're, we're Western Australian bound uh, for the finals or yeah. the grand final and uh, one of the prelims at least. Oh, how really? do you feel about uh, how do you feel about that? Very, very good about that. Into I, it? Yeah, Into big it. time. I, I think um, yeah. it was a couple of weeks ago um, in, I can't remember which, maybe the last, it might have been the last round. It was the, the round when, sorry, second last round. It was when Freo beat West Coast. In the Derby Derby. Yeah, round 22. Yeah, yeah, Yes. Yeah. And they, um, that's right. Um, and I watched that game. I watched a lot of football that weekend. Gee, it's very hard to uh, pinpoint which games were where, isn't it, merely in this timeless period we're living in. But sometime that weekend, watched a bunch of footy. Take a stab and say Tassie and you'll probably be right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, watched this game some time ago and we watched a cracking. I was actually watching it with the ambassador, who is my mm. single bubble bud, which we'll get to later in the pod as well to talk all things GWS, of course. 
um, ambassadorial, ambassadorial privilege. duties. That. Yes, that's right. Diplomatic yep, immunity yep. from um, he's able to that's come into my <laughs> my little bubble within five k's yeah, of the yeah. ambassador's home. And you're allowed to go into the embassy. Good. I am absolutely. Yeah, it's a yeah reciprocal relationship. And thankfully, the embassy is within five k's of my home, so I can uh, mask on up and head to the embassy and see the ambassador when I need any um, privileges, any parking tickets revoked or something. <laughs> Um, but, uh, so the ambassador and I were watching this big round of football some time ago and, um, that Frio WA, uh, West coast game was the, maybe the only game that round that had like a significant crowd. And it just, it reminded me again, cause it's easy to forget these things in bad lockdown times, just how integral a crowd is for pretty much right. anything, right? Like if we don't. Unless there's buy-in, collective buy-in from the crowd and everyone, you know, that this game matters. If that's not there, it doesn't matter and there's no stakes. No. I don't really care. And it's it's easier to – it's harder to get around something when there isn't that buy-in and you can't see, visually see and hear everyone buying into this thing. So um, to, to round back to your initial point about, yeah, am I happy about WA? Massively because that game was – incredible it was simmering the whole time seeing people felt so it just felt great to see large amounts of people enjoying a game um yeah safely and um something to look forward to as well huge i I really really am Mm. happy that it's there it was such a vibe watching these games with crowds same thing with queen um on the weekend brisbane game up there was awesome it was so good to see yeah man I think like it's been, you know, the MCG having the lock on the granny for ever and then, you know, ostensibly for the next 50 years too. Although, of course, you know, COVID's put a spanner in that with the game being at the Gabba last year and then at, uh, in Western Australia this year. I hope, I hope, I know that they've got the contractual obligation with the mm. Victorian government and the MCG till um, 2052 now, yeah. but, but. This feels right to me. It does, doesn't uh, it? And I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bloody Victorian. I'm a bloody MCC yeah. member. And, and this still feels right to me. I reckon a year on, a year off might be a way to go in the future. Like what we've only got – there'll only, there'll only be four grounds that it'll feasibly be able to go to. Five, I guess. Um, yeah. It can go to Adelaide. It can go to Perth. It can go to Sydney. And once the Brisbane Olympics are done, they'll be able to go to Brizzy as well. Yeah. Like that – that feels good. Why not? It's a national competition. MCG is still the biggest and, you know, traditional home and all that. But this is uh, – it, it, it's fair to, to share it around and, and there, it, 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 it's going to be good for the game all over the country if, yeah. if we do. And, and I agree, man. I think it's a tick on every, it's a spe- every level. It's a special occasion, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I can't wait to see it in Perth. I can't wait to see it in, you know, why not Adelaide – Another point, and they pass hopefully the, hopefully we won't be in a in a position where we need to next year think about no. playing it elsewhere. But 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 I'd be okay with it if they looked at a, a sharing arrangement for the future. I like you that. Know, guarantee idea the of... MCC every second one for the next fuck it hundred years. Exactly I don't know, that. But then share it every around. Second every second's great. I haven't I haven't yeah. really thought of it like that. That's a that's a really a really good way a good compromise for the for the MC MCG or for Victoria to be like well here every second year you can have it, but. I'm absolutely on board for that. I think it makes total sense. It's a national comp. You know, a bunch of other yeah. codes over the world do do a similar thing like that. You know, I know the NFL just like it's just in, in a different place each year, different state. Yeah. Um, and that seems yep. to be really fun. Um, 
and I guess it you know it comes with having being able to accommodate that with massive stadiums in pretty much every you know major city in America. But as you say, we've already we've got a few that can handle it, and they, that that number will grow when further developments happen in, in Queensland. And but yeah, look at Optus; it's the it's the brand spanker of the of the country. It's it looks like it's the best ground in the country, really, in terms of the infrastructure. It's beautiful. Um, they're going to be able to put on some kind of show. The lighting that's built into the the stadium is awesome. Um, yeah. yeah, it's going to be pretty special. Sure, and, be, and has there been any talk about day or night? Like, I, I guess for broadcast, it's probably going to be day, isn't it? Because, uh, like twilight, maybe because of the timing. I don't know. Oh yeah, the timing. That's an interesting. Yeah. Okay. So they're three hours um, behind. Two, two, two hours. I think. I think they're, th- I think they're three. Behind like um, right. Melbourne and Sydney, the whatever time zone we're in, I don't even know what is time really. Sure, um, uh, it's eleven thirty-five to... right now in Perth, and it's one thirty-five. Oh, okay, oh yeah, it's right. the second of September um, at one thirty-five. It's been a while. Thursday, oh yeah, September, that's right. Here. That's when we're doing 1135 this. Thirty-five in, in WA. Oh, mm-hmm. I always thought it was three. So two, two hours. Two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So maybe so it would I be guess a... do they do they do like a yeah. Do they do, do, they a do like a twilight over there? It must be twilight because if they do a two o'clock over there, it's a midday in in the rest of the country. Twelve's yeah. a bit early, right? Because <laughs> you got to like twelve for us. Oh no, no. If, if they do it, if they oh, do it, sorry. No, if, if if it was twelve over there, it'd be two for us. So Getting they could do that. Mixed up. Yeah, and make it tr- make it a traditional time slot for us. We'll do a two o'clock there. Too early for them. Four yeah. o'clock for us. I don't know. Yeah. That, that feels pretty good. Four, that feels four o'clock good. start. I'd be open. Yeah, to that. that feels good. So we so we oh. kind of get a twilight grand final <laughs> for our right. surrounds. It's yeah. twilight. Tw- the games for viewing for the broadcasters, which is what they want. Yeah, we're in. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's true. This is an interesting position, isn't it? The, the, that'll it'll yeah. be midday, two o'clock for for WA, but we're getting a sweet twilight right. feel from our couches in uh, Melbourne yeah. and <laughs> in Sydney. And uh, yeah, actually, yeah. actually, Adelaide will get a half an hour behind, right? So they'll have a three thirty kind of situation. It'll start. Yeah, then. it's right. Yeah, that's it. Oh, they do things differently in South Australia. Yeah, uh, of course. Uh, free settlers. <laughs> like a chance on South Australia. Uh, right. So while we're talking national, uh, while we're talking the national competition, um, mm. Tassie's been in the news a lot. And, yeah. and as a as a man with a vested interest in the aisle, uh, tell me more. What do you reckon? Yeah, it sounds like things are. I haven't fully invested, followed the thread completely, but it sounds like um, the ball is rolling. The ball O thread is rolling towards Tassie mm. getting a team sometime pretty soon, right? Um, I'm absolutely for yeah. it. Obviously, I'm I'm completely for it. I uh, the question I get asked sometimes from footy fans though is like, will you turn when you know the Tassie team team inevitably comes into the competition? And I definitely will not be turning. Um, <laughs> Why would I want to turn and like, you know, invest in this new team and probably grind out a decade of them being terrible a la Gold Coast or something, you know, to just feel more pain and get to bloody 50 without any premiership success, probably see my Mighty Saints win one the, the moment I jump ship. Um, yeah, I'm excited <laughs> for the team, but I'm Saints through and through. <laughs> yeah, what do you think? Sounds like it's happening. Do you know more than I? Probably. Uh, no, I followed it pretty well, a bit reasonably closely. When the Carter report came out, I you know read the read, read the headlines and a few articles around it, and it's like m- most of his recommendations were around were like yes, the the state the, the headlines were yes, the state can support a team, uh, yes, it can work that they're based 
out of both cities. Um, the most it makes the most sense from a financial perspective, not only in the short term but also the medium and long term for a team to shift there because that way they won't ever be a, a like one of the top like sorry one of the bottom four small markets in terms of like economic size of the club but if they shift a team it'll be right in the middle section of like of of clubs uh, club with financial resources so there's a there's a strong argument for that but then we're back in the same debate about who do you shift and why etc poor old north Um, and gold coast so both yeah yeah well they always get Um, tossed up i did read a thing they well, they do. They're, they're they're the most vulnerable for sure. Um, Gold Coast, except they're heavily protected by the AFL and, mm. and North because they're well. North, who knows with North, but they they just have staunchly said no the entire yeah. time, and and have you know they've done enough. I would I would have thought to kind of uh, I think they've wiped their debt for, to the AFL. Well, so I think that is yeah, that's an acknowledgement I reckon of them them going, oh, well, this is, we're going to be in this position because we've got the lowest supporter base in Melbourne. We're going to be in this position for quite a while. So what do we need to do to, you know, manifest our own future rather than be beholden to the AFL in terms of, you know, how we're going to earn a crust? If, if they're $10 million in debt to the AFL, it's really hard to kind of keep yeah. making an argument about their long-term sustainability in the city. But if they're debt-free, that's a pretty fair argument, I reckon. Um, that, that thinking I agree yeah. with and also doesn't bode well for the uh, massively in deficits and Kilda Saints who, you know, maybe will Well, this be, was my uh, next point. Yeah, this be is, shoveled yeah, this further, a- Bayside, further down the peninsula, cross the Bass Strait, I, and then they are new Yeah. Saints. Well, there's one way that I'll be I going did for read- the Tassie, Tassie team. If it's my team relegated to the Apple Isle, I'd, you know, maybe... I don't have too much of an opinion. I did. I did read Kilda. a strong. <laughs> As in this, yeah, the, I did read a pretty area. strong. Right. Uh, no, exactly. Who cares? St Kilda sucks. Um, yeah, it's a suburb. I mean, yeah, it does. <laughs> um, I concur. Yeah, unless you're in the secret life of us, St Kilda's the oh, worst. Great um, show. Watch but, that through. Lockdown, that, there was the there was an argument. There was an argument, uh, uh, like an article that was talking about uh, uh, the logic behind the St Kilda shift to to Tassie, both in terms of the size of the club. Um, it it being really well represented in in Tassie, Massive. thanks you know in, in a small part to their yep yeah Baldock and in Stewart who were integral parts of the Saints only Premiership team both from Tassie um they got they got large amount of support there and they played a lot of home games there in the nineties yeah and in two thousands when I was a kid there, games there. Was, oh right you know, that was like Siren Gate with Frio was um that oh, was us so, playing yeah right at before before Hawks got there. Yes, and this was only a a um, clause in a screw up from our uh, coke addict president of the time. Um, Ah, classic butters. His name was right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, slippery butters was a coke addict. Slippery old butters. We had that (laughs) deal kind of locked up. I don't know the exact ins and outs. Um, I'm just a mere podcaster, but I think um, we kind of had a chance to have a lock on Tasmania or on that market. And I don't yeah. know why we gave it up. And then the Hawthorne came down. They're like, cool, we'll take the like 30,000, 20,000 members and, and take the millions of dollars from millions the state of government dollars. every year. If you don't want it, yeah. Cokey butters. Think of all the Cokey. been one of the big foundations, right? It's been one mm. of the big, biggest foundations for their success in this period, that, yeah. that arrangement. They really showed us um, how you so should yeah. do things. That's on, right. On and and there, the there was a push. There was a push for a while to rename St Kilda the Southern Saints, uh, 
and and a lot of people suspected that that that, that might have been yeah Mm. well there was it was a there was they were even thinking about it for the afl um men's team in the i don't know if it was thousands early thousands or something really around then yeah there was a push to turn them into the southern saints that works to to not only like in in the same way that footscray became the western bulldogs to capture a larger share of the market and to be representative of a bigger geographic area you know same with like north melbourne they became the kangaroos because they realized that mm. north melbourne is a tiny little space and and they yeah. couldn't get a lot True, of geographic okay. support but if they become the kangaroos then hopefully they'll broaden their appeal anyway southern saints was the same story and there was some speculation that south um, any, south they were anywhere home really. games down there Absolutely. Anywhere <laughs> south of somewhere. Really anywhere south, south of yeah, somewhere. Exactly. So <laughs> basically the North Pole. everywhere the North Pole. is south of somewhere. Um, so anyone can get right. around this team. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it would make some sense, but I don't I don't think that will happen. Um, I think they're going to just going to establish a team down there. And, and, and fuck, that. I'm like, I don't know how it will work with rights, but having 19 teams, everyone, like, the buys become worked into the fixture automatically. Mm. Awesome. You don't have to have midweek kind of bye weeks or mid-season bye weeks, I mean. Yeah, I like um, this better. Not only that, you don't have to have a pre-season buy, buy oh, like a, a pre-finals buy. Yep, I hate that too. Um, and then you could hopefully, hopefully, hopefully have an evenness of fixture where, you know, you play 19 or 18 games in the year, play everyone once, and then – I don't know how finals work from that point. If you keep it the same with a top eight and then, or if you have some sort of additional final series, mm. I don't know what, it, there's probably stuff that would need to satisfy the, um, the broadcasting agreements um, so they can get those big bucks, mm-hmm. oh, um, yeah. big cocaine bucks. Well, but, um, yeah. but yeah, it makes so much sense to me. hundred percent that. And like fairness in the fixture would be amazing, right? Like every year, you know, you wait for your fixture to come out for your team. And then you scan through it mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, no, Geelong twice, right. that bogey side uh, down at GMHBA. Right. Or you look for those double ups and and then there's a then there's like a ladder of like who has the best and worst fixture, which, which seems kind yep. of ludicrous to be like, so it's already totally unfair <laughs> to a bunch of teams Yep. Um, from yep. the get-go. And then you play out the year and you're like, all these other variables happen and, and whatever. And um, it seems to be why it's so impossible to win one, but like already it's so unfair like that. So having that 19th team, I reckon that's perfect. 19 rounds of football into finals. What is that? Shaving four weeks, shaving four weeks. That's kind of yeah, fun. Yeah. Fuck right? yeah. Forever. And, maybe, and we're diehards. Maybe you can have a more fine. meaningful preseason competition that way, you know, yeah. like maybe you can have a bit more like a four, like, I don't know, a four game preseason, some sort of competition. Maybe. Why not? Bring back the wizard cup um, is what you're saying. Bring back the wizard cup. Bring back state of origin. Oh, there, there we go. Yeah. Solved Dunskies. it. We did it. Solved this it. This is why we need to get back on yeah. the air, Amelia. It's because we solved the big issue, Fuck. big problems. And there's a lot of them going on right, right. now. And we'll get into all that later yep. on when we start talking our COVID stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we got some big plans. Of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely Massive. tune in to hear wait, what we have to say. Wait for our global warming section at the end of the show as well. Of You're going to love uh, it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So yeah, one, oh, the, the, the question best. now for, um, for the Tassie team, which we've kind of covered before, but like the name's got to right. be... It's got to be like one of it's got to be one of the two that we've thought up, right? It's got to be like Tassie Timbers. Right, or right, like, right. I, I'm for Tassie Devils as well. I think that like we can have demons and devils. It's ridiculous to think that you can't have those two when you've got magpies, eagles, hawks. Why can you have like a bunch of birds, sure. and then, but no, no two <laughs> devils and demons, like, satanic creatures. Yeah, yeah no, you can't have two. Well, satanic speak, creatures. like I play. I have a D and D. I have a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Uh, 
as well as this one. And um, there's room for devil, devil, devils, devils, demons, devils. and devils in the same universe. Yeah. In that, in that, in that world, why not hmm. in this one? hundred percent. I love it. Why yeah, not? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. Uh, or the Tassie Jack Jumpers as the NBL team. Uh, the Jack Jumpers. Everyone well, hated. Go statewide. Yeah, let's do it. The Tassie <laughs> Jack Do they hate it? Apparently, there was they put a vote out and um, I think it was like the last voted. It was like one of the least voted choices and there was the, uh, I can't even remember, the Tridents maybe and the... I think sure. Timbers was in there, maybe even Devils, because Tassie Devils is a basketball team in Tassie. Um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and they went with the Jack Jumpers, and everyone didn't, no one liked the name. It just makes sense the at the insect that like pivots and turns and has time and space. They, they, they do seem to have a basketball and sting background. You if you're not fucking well, Bang. that's right. They, yeah, sure. that's right. <laughs> Pack a lot of punch. Um, but, you know, in terms of. So, this, of like, this reminds me of a. Yeah. Oh, who knows what a I was going to say. This reminds like, me of a um, mm. well, not well, not until now. This is the biggest Jack Jumper story of the last decade. I would have thought probably probably more. Oh yeah, they're I haven't seen Jack Jumpers being mentioned this much in the news until now. Oh yeah, no, they're hot property now. Um, this reminds me of an article I read not so long ago about um about different Aussie rules team nicknames around the country and 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 some of the stranger ones that are out there. A lot of these go back a long way. Some of them are more recent. But um, there's a competition at the moment. I can't remember. I can't remember who's running it. There's a competition at the moment to choose like the the best, um, uh, like country league or different you know footy nickname out there. There's some good ones. Um, so I'll just go through a couple of the highlights. Nice. Uh, we got the Gladstone Mud Crabs. Oh, the Mud Crabs. Yeah. Uh, the Ranella Wine Flies. <laughs> The wine flies. The wine flies. Um, <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yarambat. Guess what theirs is? The Yarambat? Yarambat. Not the bats, is it? Not yeah. the, just the bats? It's the bats. It is the okay. bats. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, nice. You know. First choice. Often uh, the best choice. Guess what, guess what our rats are. Is similar it, is similar it, kind of story. Rats, right? Are we talking the rats? Yeah, it is. Yep, the rats. Uh, rose, rosebud, rosebud buds. I mean, there's a few. There's a little bit of a theme going on here. Dingly dingoes. So. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Gurumbat are also the bats. Um, mm. Okay, Tyab. What do you reckon their nickname is? What are they? What, what's that? Yeah, that's right. Uh, Tyab. The Tyab team. I don't even know where Tyab yeah. is. Um, it's uh, north of Victoria, I think. Ties, <laughs> the suit and ties. Oh no, sorry, it's in in the peninsula. <laughs> yeah, the ties. That's good. Um, it's the yabbies, the tie yeah, yabbies. Oh, oh, nice. I like that. Right on. In the in the eighties, apparently the club tried to change the nickname to the Lions, but uh, I'm thankful that they didn't. Didn't work. Tie up lions. Tie didn't up work. lions. Doesn't. They sound also have very ethical. Tie up the lions. Tie up the lions. Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> they have. They also have a yabby on their Guernsey, which is pretty great. Hey, that's cool. Yabbies v bats. Um, we got the Fountain Gate Gators. Um, <laughs> Mazanod are the Nodders. I wouldn't want to play for the, the Nodders. Like, you're going to fall asleep halfway oh through the game. Oh my word! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow! Just drop the ball. I really nodded off in the third quarter. The Nodders. They require a, tw- a longer halftime break than most teams to get in a quick. They nod. definitely do. They need a, they need a three quarter time nap for sure. Um, Rumbalara are not. The rumbas, but they're just the rumba singular. The you know, rumba, big dance there. Oh yeah, <laughs> they got a step. They have a huge song and dance when they win. 
<laughs> yeah, oh, that's right. That's They're the only team that also has a has a dance that goes with their team song. Um, <laughs> oh, I could get around um, that. There, there's the Henty, sw- uh, Henty Swampies. Oh, the Swampies. <laughs> swampies? Oh, yeah. Grimy. Um, the, the Mitter Mountain Men. From Mitter. Mitter Mountain Men? Mitter. Nice. Yeah. The Mountain um, Men. In Gippsland, there's the Buchan Cavemen. Wow. What do they think of the Mountain Men? Oh, we got them. Oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> they, um, there's a long and storied history between them. Big, uh, big, big battles. Yeah. How good would it be if we had some sort of like, um, uh, like, like a FA Cup style, all of the teams in the country kind of play off in a big round robin kind of to, to get to the, like, not only the, because FA Cup is all of the teams in England, like, Oh, really? All four divisions. Oh, you know, Both really? the Premiership, the Championship, then Division One and Two. They all have a chance okay. at winning the FA Cup. You no know? So way. You get, That's so Sometimes cool. you get these like massive clubs like Arsenal going off to what? like a fourth, a third, you know, second the Cavemen. home ground and this tiny little 5,000 seat stadium to play That's a game. That's incredible. You know? Has there ever blowouts like 14 nil from Manchester beat yeah, the Cavemen? Abso- like, absolutely. Because it's hugely yeah. punching down. Oh, I didn't actually know Big that's time. what that was. I didn't know that that's what that league was. I only really knew the Premier League and then Championship and don't really know beyond that. And I didn't know that that you yeah, yeah. all of those leagues in the one competition. Man, I'd, I would love to see the, um, what is it, the Congupna Road play against the Hawthorne Hawks, for instance, you know? Oh, the, road. The, <laughs> the Road. The Road. See, the first uh-huh. ever 250-point flogging by... <laughs> By the horse. <laughs> or maybe the road. Yeah, I don't know. that's the one. Kind of road. Uh, there's the Mount Mount Gravit Vultures. Vultures are good. I'll name. get you. Maybe the Tassie Vultures. Yeah, there's not good. any there, I don't think, but maybe there's some no. vultures definitely. Uh, okay. Um, I've got a little section at the end where I'm going to go into go into some AFL team nicknames and the history of how they got them. So look, look forward to that. But um, I'd love that. All right, talk, let's talk about finals. Shall uh, we? We're Shall here. We talk or should we? Or should we talk about? Yeah, let's talk about finals. Let's do that. Yeah, um, let's do it. Who last who week? You, yeah, how'd you, man. How'd you go? It was really. It was awesome, actually. Um, so as I said, I uh, unfortunately within the um, five kilometers of the embassy. So I had mm. our man, our Williams, the ambassador, uh, over in my single bubble bud um, to watch these games. So. Boy, bubble bud, bubble bubble bubble, bubble, bubble bud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's him, and that's I yeah. constantly play it. I play it every time he arrives. Actually, um, <laughs> it's his intro music. Um, yeah. So I, I set up for um, was Friday night. The I think we we doubled down. We had a full football weekend, so we watched the Port right. Geelong game on Friday night, um, which was. Uh, Concerning for yeah, a bit of a fizzer and concerning for Geelong fans that the pattern just keeps continuing of them losing. You know, didn't even need the buy and have a shit round. No, exactly. Yeah, afterwards, we thought it was the buy. They cha- over the years they've changed up their practices and their management of their team during buy rounds mm. and trying to fix their poor form post buy. But as you say, it didn't even matter this time. It was um, they just they looked so off it. They were fumbling around. Gee, some of their, some of their, I haven't seen Henderson play that poorly ever. Some of their players no, are just so fumbly and I, feel, I guess it's the pressure that Port were putting on. Probably is just like full credit to Port and they were playing in Adelaide with a, 
reasonably, you know, a packed crowd. crowd for the capacity that they could have, which yeah. we know all too well in in SA that they they bring a lot of energy. They are the nineteenth player in that team. Um, so I guess it makes a bit of sense, but I, was, I tipped along because I, I thought they were just going to break that that hoodoo this year and everyone started to be off them. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know, maybe they, you know, they made a grand final last year and then loaded up and they looked pretty like primed to go well and Jeremy Cameron's back. And But uh, no, they looked pretty pretty horrible. and um, They did. Yeah, Port looked. So my good. theory is that, um, my theory is that the game, you know, uh, given it's in Adelaide, it's, half an hour behind the rest of the country. So I think the cats are still working on Victorian time, man. So they didn't, they they didn't show up, up until half, half an hour. Yeah. See, this halfway is through it. a second. And by yeah. then game's over. Oh, you big handicap. It was over. It was done. Yeah. yeah. Gee, oh, yeah. They got to set their big clocks. Handicap. They're going to be, whoever makes this grand final is going to have to be setting their watches. They're going to have to be really on top of things. I reckon we spent a good two minutes figuring out what, Time is clubs should look yeah. into this. Oh yeah, they need to. They need to make sure that their players know that it's playing at Perth time. No Every club should have a timekeeper on the books, just a dedicated timekeeper. Big time, just a big time. Yeah, yep. <laughs> um, that's the role. Big time, <laughs> um, and they, um, they, you know, anytime you need to know what time it is anywhere in Australia, maybe the world, you hit them up like instantly. Like, what sure. time is it in Tokyo now? I need to know. Boom, they can tell you. Bang. Oh. Thank goodness. Bam, here you go. Plans. Yeah, and it yeah. can and it I can, can watch the Paralympics this late because it'll go till this time. That, exactly. I'll be awake, you know, it'll be fine. I'll be able to get to bed in enough time to play my final tomorrow. 100 Because we're playing that in Perth time, right? Yeah, Perth Exactly. Time. Okay, cool. Yeah, sure. double check with big time <laughs> onto it. Well, yeah. I, I think we pitched that to uh, all of the teams. Maybe we could be the timekeepers. The timekeeper. There's that. a thought. That's a good Ooh. role. Yes. I could see it. Yeah, mm. man. Geelong, like I heard some mm. uh, some of the commentary during the game was talking about whether or not their um, their possession based game matches up into finals. Because mm. uh, I don't mean, I think that's a reasonable question. Because um, whenever I mean against the Tigers and the Granny last year, that was the thing that undid them. They they possessed and played better footy for you know almost a half, and then the pressure got too much from those tigers and um, they they worried them out of the footy, overran them, overworked them, out-tackled them, whereas Geelong and, – and, and moved the ball quickly, which is the key thing to, to, to you know, to get – to penetrate that that defence at Geelong. And that seemed to be the case on, on the yeah. weekend as well with the power. They really – that pressure, man. And it was the teams that brought the pressure throughout the weekend that kind of – that made um, – Took the took took the step on the their opponent. I thought, um, not yeah, only in that game but also the the Bulldogs game as well. Um, yep. You know that first quarter, Essendon really brought pressure, and it was it was evident. But then when the Bulldogs switched on, uh, maybe they thought they were in playing South Australian time as well. I don't know how it worked. Um, maybe <laughs> they were playing New Zealand. They got to check in with the time master. <laughs> Come on. Or they th- maybe yeah, that's right. They thought Tassie time was different time. Not sure. In any case. When the Bulldogs came on and switched the pressure on, then as we saw, the Dons were kind of nowhere. And you know, I feel I feel very feel very sad for my uh, Essendon friends and the club generally. That was a, it was a great season, only only dampened by a pretty uh, inglorious kind of exit. Unfortunately, yeah. uh, I'd really come tough around. tough game to come up against one of the top two teams really for the year. Super they didn't, unlucky. Didn't finish that way on the ladder. But they oh. they had been. 
one of the best two for most of the year. They would have, I bet they would have loved to have played, you know, GWS or um or Sydney or West Coast if they made it because doggies, you don't want to play the doggies in, in in after the year they've had, and also you don't want to play the doggies after they've kind of let themselves and their fans and the club down over the past three weeks. You don't want to play them. You know, the dogs love to be the underdog. So coming fifth, maybe that's ideal for them. They're in pole position. Uh, uh, it's yeah. pretty unlucky to oh, yeah. come up against them. Um, and then they obviously had uh, recaptured some form as well, which was probably just due to their intent because um, they were really cracking yeah. in and they just looked like they wanted it more, really. Um, but it makes sense, doesn't it? The team that won, I think they won 15-odd games, the doggies, and SM would have won 12, 11 or 12 Um you know, the better team won, yep. but I definitely came around to um, the Dons, you know, my childhood trauma of mean Dons fans is kind of dissipating as they've fallen down to closer to where my club is on the, on the ranks of. Um, it's, it's, for me, it's purely wins. that finals drought that, that, that that's the only thing that gives me like a little chink in my um, armor in terms of my defenses against liking Essendon. Uh-huh. Like I, 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 I find like it very hard to like team. that club and that team, but because of that, I'm just like, Oh, I feel a little bit, feel a little bit bad for you. And, yeah. And, and Cause it's now a long that time. Is yeah. It's now a horrible record. Years, That's like, a horrible record. It's oh. a long time. It's such a long time. 2004. It's yeah, it's pretty, it's, that's, that's a long time ago. I feel like I've had a hard run Brutal. and, and the, the blues in the last, our clubs in the last 15, 20 years, but at least we've had some um, some ups and downs. They've had mainly downs, which is again right. lie through song, merely because we're meant to see the bombers <laughs> fly up, up to win the premiership flag. But I'm yet to right. see it. I don't know. That's right. I think the second line holds true, though. Our boys who play this great old game are always fighting for glory and fame. Maybe they should spend a little bit less time on social media. You know what I mean? You know, well, maybe they should uh, focus a little more on their footy and a little bit less on their profile building. Yeah. Who's just that? Thought. Who's just that? I'm, I, I'm just, I'm the humble timekeeper, you know? Yeah. I'm the, I'm, I'm I know nothing, but I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Gee, I feel, feel bad. And like that, you, you you really notice their lack of leg speed with, with no no Waller and no um, no Nick yeah. Hind in that oh, game. I unlucky. They, just, they look yeah. They were, they were figured out. They just and were figured out. Both smalls, you yeah. know, like pretty key in a wet, wet, tough day at um in Launceston. You know that yeah, two Down in Lonnie, yeah. very unfortunate outs. Um, Waller for personal uh, issues, and then Nick Hind just got so unlucky with just hitting a COVID spot. Um, where did he go? Was it? Right. A- like a deli or something. Where was it? I can't remember. Yeah, no, you went to. A, I think you went to the supermarket to get like a roast chook, like oh, a barbecue, like a you know, his chook. Home. Hope he got free range. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Home. In hindsight, anyway. he probably shouldn't have gone there. <laughs> Thank you. I took a sip. To, oh dear. Uh, celebrate that terrible pun. But um, anyway, um, yeah, oh, gee, well deserved. Well Thank deserved. You. Thank you, Millie. Um, this is why. This is what the people have wanted. By the way, in our hiatus, they've been like messaging every week. Like, where are your great puns? Give us more puns. Um, yeah, I. Geez. Okay, tell me this then. So we've got Don's. The Don's are Dunskies. Sydney are Dunskies. Um, who, who do you? Who That's would you? That's sad. By the way, that was great. That was a great. Sorry, I interrupted your question. No, 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 no. We'll get there. We'll it's go. Just, we'll get back to that in a second. You, you asked yeah. me a question. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I was, I was going to say from here, who, two things. Who, <clears throat> who do you think will right. win, and who would you most like to win? Who would you like to win? It's hard. It's hard question. Right on. Um, 
It is a hard question. Mm. I, oh, I would still, I'd, I think I'd love to see Melbourne win. I would. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, it's taken me, I think it's taken me a little while to like, I've been not, I've been, I've been like, I've been liking watching them play this year, mm. but it's taken me a little while to warm up to the idea of them winning. But like we talk about Essendon's flag drought being substantial, like, I mean, sorry, finals winning drought yes. being substantial, which it is, mm. but this, and, 60 you know, years. there's only, yeah, dude, like that's long enough. That's long yeah. enough. Give them, give them, give them a, hopefully they can. And I, I don't, I hate having it. I hate feeling like my team has like a, a bit of a hoodoo on it uh, or a psychological kind of uh, barrier of like, oh, we are, we've got like loser culture or whatever, which I feel like we kind of do. Mm, but right imagine well. that after 57 years or, or whatever it is, like it's, that's, I mean, you don't really need to imagine because the yeah. Saints flag drought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have imagined. But still, still. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. You, you, yeah. I ma- imagine I've imagined the, the glory. Years, I got tingles when Max Gorn kicked that goal after the siren in round 23 because Mate. I imagined if it was my club yep. at a point, I was like, imagine what this would feel yes. like. And I was getting all tingly imagine. and um, really uh, emotional Time. about it. Um, and then listening to yes. Petrarca talk post-match as well, being like how much it means to him and sweet man that he yep. is, you know, doing it for the, the fans. Indeed. And yeah, dude. I'm, um, to, my yeah, my man, answer is... The, the way that they well. traded for... For for May and um for May and Lever and the way that that's worked out as well like that's that's brilliant brilliant yep. work yeah um, and they got they got the they got the pieces they've got the success this year they should have the momentum they're um, already in the prelim they just got to win one more to get there yeah yeah and it doesn't seem it. like the same Melbourne that shut the bed in 2018 in a prelim in WA it's the three years no. Nah. It's a, if, if a week is a long time in footy, three years, I'll check this with the time master while I'm at it. How long is three years in football? It's an eternity. So it's basically, yeah, doesn't that's really right. count. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, I I'm with that. you. I'm with you on the Melbourne train too. I, 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 one, I think they, I think they will win it. I think they'll win it. And two, I yeah. hope they win it. I'm, yeah. There's a few, mind you, in this final series, there's really only two teams that I that I didn't want to see win it. And they were actually, it was Geelong no. and, and Sydney. So even though I've liked Sydney's sure. rise, they're young folks. I've also been like, get the fuck out of here, Sydney. No. One year down in the bottom mm-hmm. is not enough. Yeah. Stay down to long. You don't get to skip the queue. Yeah, I'm right. sick of it. It's from it's from being a jaded fan, of course, whose club takes decades Naturally. to to rebuild as opposed to like 18 months where our Sydney can do it because they've got yeah. a great winning culture. Um, so it's out of respect that mm-hmm. I dislike them. Um, but Naturally. I didn't want to see Sydney or Geelong anywhere near the grand final because they've just been too good for too no. long. And no, I don't, yeah. Yeah. You know, it'd be like Hawthorne next yeah, year I don't, making I don't top want... four. Like, no, 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 no. Like, I like seeing you Not rebuild against. and get, going through get the out, thing. Get out of it. I get more interested again when a team right. bottoms out. It's it's good to watch them rise. But um, very much. Not too quickly. Not yeah, too no. Quickly. What Geelong's done is impressive over the course of it like you know incredibly nine straight finals appearance or they're an amazing this is great like joel selwood's missed the finals like once. i don't want to watch him win another one though yeah yeah he's, incredible record nah. they're really 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 good team incredible. maybe the best team of this yep. 20 year period which is saying something when we've lived through brisbane time. hawthorne and richmond's dominant era, eras and geelong have always been there also winning little ones here in between they might even be the best one of the lot which is saying something I like um, that. It's a good yeah. thought. 
in, and in yeah. terms of, like they longevity, what they do in terms of not being based in Melbourne and 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 being able to attract players from down the coast and and having a having a really separate identity from the Melbourne clubs as well. Big time, um, you know. They also I think have to play people, final people home from final. outside of Victoria. Yeah, that's right. Got to play home finals away from home. Which if they get there, well, when the GMHBA cut in your park redevelopment happens when they they'll get it, it'll be a 40,000 seat stadium so there's an argument there depend i mean we know with the afl it's all about money so if it's yeah. a high drawing affair it'll be in the yeah, g be but the g. if it's a frio or a port maybe it'll North be in melbourne um, maybe. not even port yeah. frio or a gold coast or a brizzy maybe yeah, it'll be maybe. down there Saints, um, if it was oh, i guess 2009 10 we kind of had big games with the st Kilda and geelong but when yeah, I mean, if they're at the G, you'd, you'd know that there are 30,000 whatever Saints supporters who would be able to come. Um, yeah. Whereas if it's GMHBA, there's only 40,000 there. That's true. Yeah, yeah it would, it would um, But, so I don't, know. I agree with you there in terms of who I don't want to win it. Yes. And okay. from here on out, I don't know. I think I want Melbourne to win. Um, do I, and I, but do I think they will? I, I yeah, yeah, but I feel like, I feel like, Port are there. Port are right with them. Will it probably? They're, will it be those right two? There. Is it, will it just be as simple as it is often in many, in these years where it is just the teams that won mm. in the top four in the first week get the week off? They're in the prelim, ready to go. Like you're gonna have to face Melbourne or Port in a two right. two weeks time or next next weekend. Sorry, um, you know after grinding this out. So which which way does it go again? Probably should have looked this up before we did our AFL podcast. But um, um, if Bris- <laughs> Brisbane and Western Bulldogs play each other this weekend, and I believe they then play Melbourne, right? Yeah. So it's it's so it, it, no, they must play um, Lions. Play they must play Port. No, they, no, they play Melbourne. You're, that's right. Uh, no, they must play Port because Geelong whichever, play GWS, which... and Geelong wouldn't then win and play Port again. No, it's that's that right. Way. It's that way Spot around. On. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the winner right. of Brisbane right. and so it'll Brisbane the dogs the dogs winner of that place Port probably in Adelaide no or in WA are they both there? it'll be in Adelaide yeah oh, no, okay. it'll be in Adelaide wow so right because then they oh they having the bye week before the grand final is that happening have they confirmed that I don't think so or just not oh awesome steamroll through let's go yeah um yep, okay so, so I, mean, I think they just get it done so so for poor old GWS. And Geelong, they have to battle this out. And if let's say GWS get it done, just for for hypothetical sake, they have to then play Melbourne. Sure. Have been tuning up. It just seems like a really hard. It's a really hard game to win. It looks like it's prime for. I, I would back Melbourne pretty pretty comfortably over Geelong or GWS. I think at the moment. Um, and yeah, I the think the other side the, is more the cycle. Confusing. Brisbane Bulldogs Port. Yeah, ooh, I agree. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, they're all they're all kind of contenders. I don't. I think yeah. that Brisbane have fallen out of that category yep. in recent weeks. Injuries have got them too much. A bit more. No Dan McStay now, and they he have. would structurally hurt them weeks ago when that happened as well. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you there. Um, and then GWS, and of Geelong, like. I think I'd give I'd give Geelong a better better chance than um, GWS against Melbourne. Yep. Um, not necessarily on form because GWS have been in great form, although now injuries and, and suspensions are going to get them this week, I reckon. Um, but yeah. Geelong just have – it's that it's that culture thing, isn't it? It's that winning culture. They know how to kind of grind and bat deep and, and, and win those big games, whereas do Melbourne? That's the question mark still. Do they? Like we feel like it's changed, but has it? They They've need only to got win to a this point. To tell yeah, us this that. is exactly. They, this is yeah. where, this is where we'll know yeah. next weekend. We will learn that fate. Um, 
Gee. Um, and I'm, I'm liking the doggy storyline because, like, I feel like they deserve another flag out of this kind of golden era that they've been in since, well, probably likeable. opened in 2016. But, yeah, yeah they are very likeable. And they've got they did great a bit players of a- and a really good kind of culture. And, yeah, they have, they've, they've, they've refreshed and rejuvenated and, and changed, done a bit of a changing the guards since 2016. But it, the, the core is still largely the same. Um, and, and a lot of those younger players who were, you know, there in 2016 have only matured and become kind of A plus players. They're, um, they're tracking on the um, the cool. uh, 08 Hawks, um, Hawks trajectory. Hawks, aren't they? Yeah. 20, 2008, they kind of pinched one early. It was strange early flag. It was Clarko's first year, I believe, or second year as coach, maybe. Yep. Early oh, days. Yes. Maybe yep. second year. Um, Not sure. And I, think, he, I think it wasn't his first year. Right, must have been. Okay, yeah, true, because maybe even earlier than that, he might have been there a couple of years, not sure. Um, but yeah, regardless, sure. the they they won with like a young Buddy Franklin and a younger, you know, they weren't they yeah. weren't in that prime yet. And 2008, 2013, a good five years on, we'll flash forward to 2016, young Bulldogs, five years on, right. 2021, maybe it's, uh, you know, Hawthorne generally do good things in football. Maybe this is a good path to follow the, the Hawthorne model. Yeah. You're going to do it tough, Reckon though. A. Well, I, I could I could see it, but I, I reckon I unfortunately I reckon that um after the wet game and cold cold wet game down in Launceston on Sunday, um although albeit it wasn't as hard a game as it might have been for the dogs, I still I think that the wet and the cold and then travelling to Brizzy against a a home crowd um up there in the heat and the humidity, I think they're gonna be a little bit tireder. I reckon that I reckon that Brizzy will win that one. Unfortunately, um, oh yeah, see, I'm, I'm and, and get through. Yeah, I'd love the doggies to win, man. I really want them to, but mm. um, I really want them to. But I, I reckon that I reckon they're gonna be a little tired. Yeah, and you know, fuck, I hope I hope they do. But then again, the next week, the week after that, they've travelled a lot. I know. Then go to Port and take Brizzy over to WA. Yeah. Then beat Port Adelaide. Go to Port and take Adelaide, and then go to WA to play the Granny if they get through that far. It's such a big run, isn't it? And you just have to time it Mm. right, and they've timed it right before. But um, it's very hard to do it again. And history tells us that sides outside of the top four do not win premierships very often. So well, it's twice, right? It's it's Adelaide in ninety. Seven or eight, and then Bulldogs in 2016. That's the only time. Is it that slim? Yeah, that's that's pretty tough. Oh, well, that's, that's, it. that's it. That's the only times. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Gosh. That's why they're so dark. Um. Right. So how about um? A top four position. Yeah, mate. How about those uh giants then? So I, I'll tell you. I, yeah. All right. That all right, game. All right. I um. So we got the ambassador over oh, on, um, on for the double down of football on Saturday. So we were going to watch the uh, Giants mm-hmm. Geelong. Sorry, Giants. Sydney, Sydney Derby in Launceston. And then we were going to follow that whilst watching the um, Melbourne versus Brisbane in Adelaide, also naturally. Um, We watched that afterwards. Of course. Melbourne v. Brisbane in Adelaide. That's cool. That's that's as COVID as it gets. That's cool. And uh, and we're watching it over Zoom. (laughs) The teams are playing over Zoom for this one. Um, Yeah, anyway, we we were doubling down to watch. As a quick aside, sorry. Yeah, yeah, you go. I was going to say the Melbourne Footy Club gave all of the attendees at the Adelaide Oval uh, free hot chips and a free scarf to support the D's, <laughs> which is like the most Melbourne thing I've ever fucking heard. Anyway. And, a, and a plate of a cheese platter. Uh, right, and a beret. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Good stuff. And a pass yeah. for the slopes. Um, anyway, the, um, yes. Uh, yeah, so we, the ambassador we got, was over. Ambassador was over. Uh, bubble butt 
played when he ar- arrived. Um, a very <laughs> nervous ambassador, the poor thing. It's very stressful watching your team in finals. Um, he was very well oh, behaved yeah. though. He apologised, being like, "Oh, I'm so nervous." And it's like, mate, you don't have to, don't have to say a thing. You got, um, you've got diplomatic immunity in here, my friend. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> um, so we set up a uh, set up to watch the game. Had a little. Um, uh, he's he has like a Giants chat. A couple of mates that we watched it with, like, just put up a. Um, uh, a phone and a little cradle and just like had it on us watching there's a couple of giants fans um some friends watching the game which was great it was so good just to be in the giant i love being in people's um fan base in their little in their little groups just uh riding the waves right. with them and of course we got um an absolute cracking game um what a treat incredibly exciting the better of the two games uh that were in tassie maybe due to the weather was you know it's always better to watch dry footy. I think so. The skills are just better. At, big, oh, there's still a fun grind. Yeah, as soon as the rain, but you know, yeah, the skills drop off. As soon as the rain came down, the dogs just took over. Eh? Yeah, geez, they kicked well in the rain too. Like um, not only Waitman and but just yeah. Shacky and just kicking straight. And Don's just had, Don's were dropping marks on the goal square and fumbling stuff. They got some bad decisions. I know we've just turned onto this game on a on a dime, but um, sure, why not? Huh? Yeah, yeah. We're out of touch. <laughs> um. um <laughs> But yeah, this this dry weather football game in Launceston, the the Sydney Derby, man, it was an absolute blinder, and um, it 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 felt like that last quarter when you know Sydney were coming and um, they kicked two seven, I believe, in the last quarter, and they just had so mm. many opportunities, and it felt it felt bad. I I was staying pretty quiet for a bit there, as was the ambassador and a couple of the Giants fans, because I think we've all watched enough football to go. This isn't good for us Giants fans here. Mm. This is um, mm-hmm. this is when Sydney and this once in a generation player, Buddy Franklin, kicks another couple goals, puts him. He had a shot to put him in front. That's just perfect, you know. Buddy all over that fifty out, just like oh here it is. Right, this is, I've seen this a million times. This, this is what this guy does. He's a superstar. He He's an absolute yeah. superstar. Well, yeah. um, and to have that game come down to you know a one point finish. Um, was just wild and uh, we definitely went pretty – it was so tense, definitely went pretty hard, you know, celebrated and jumped around when they got the win and even just the way that they won the last, you know, 20-odd seconds with Toby like winning that contested ball and copping a high and just the moment where you get to that point where I I was saying to him first, like, you've won, you guys have won, you've won, they're all silent, like, you got it, this is home, you can't – you're not losing from here. There's five seconds to go, Toby Green's got the ball. Um, so you, you'll see him yeah. next year, but this is the last five seconds that Toby Green's going to hold the ball for the year. <laughs> oh, dude. Which then immediately was the uh, kind of the aftermath. They were all very aware and um, we're all kind of uh, accepting that this probably didn't wasn't going to go in their favour and that it was definitely going to overshadow the win for the week. And it 100% has. Because yeah. you can't walk up to, to an Give him a chance without... Um, no, I actually don't. I haven't said it this bluntly to Alex. Hey, Alex, I'm sorry, bud. I'm not, I'm not, um, I don't think you're going to win this weekend. We'll be watching it together tomorrow, tomorrow even. And I hope they do. I want the Giants to win. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know how they, I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling bad for them. And with Toby out, it's just like, oh, that's, that's, if Toby was in, hell yeah, give him a chance. Absolutely. But he's that good a player that I just, I really hope they win. I just don't see them winning tomorrow. I don't see them winning. I, no. I'm looking no. forward to Cameron versus Taylor. Sam Taylor has got to be one of my favorite players in the AFL now. He's an unbelievable Incredible. defender. He is so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I I don't know how they 
I don't know how they beat Geelong, even with Geelong being flaked in finals. I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. Yeah. Yeah. What well, we've got to expect Geelong to respond, don't we? Yeah. I don't think so either. Um, I, yeah, like I think they're, they're going to be able to – hopefully they get, like, they're going to be able to – they've got a really great contested game and have done all year and that's what they've built built their season around and it's been really encouraging and that should that should hold up like that they should probably even um they should match and if if not taking advantage it at at um stoppages than geelong but i just Mm. don't know if they'll be able to bring the kind of pressure that they'll need to be able to unpick uh unpick geelong's like team defense and 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 their game style because I think that that is probably the key if you can over if you can outrun geelong and if you can if you can make every possession pressured, then they're in a bit of trouble because they can't, they don't play that way. They play a kind of tactical, move the ball around, find the best outlet and, and go for it. They don't run and gun. So I just don't think the Giants will be able to bring that enough pressure for long enough. Um, and then there are questions up forward in terms of, you know, whether or not they yeah. can kick enough of a score. Like to- yeah. Toby is, you know, you, you'd back him in a game like that to kick two, three, goals and, and and be a focal point and, and all that he does and the leadership that he brings and all, you hear all the players talk about it and the way yeah, he's love the team this year we love watching him too they, everyone he's, does he's awesome love it absolutely it's, it's a shame he's got this dumb, dumb, dumb stuff like that's walking through yeah. the ump like that regardless of how much he you know people are like you barely touched him it's like yeah, but you can't do anything like that that's just, no, you just, you just can't do it with the bravado that it's like he, he reminded me of like that's what angry kids did at school when they'd walk through someone in the playground, right on. like about to fight someone, yeah. chip and shoulder him. Like it was honestly that energy. Like it's, yeah. yeah man. That, I think some, I think even Jeff Gleason or one of the QCs even said it. It's like bar rooms, bar room swagger or something. It's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, Fucking a. it's like, you know, a bit pissed, pissed up bar. Yeah. Holding a pint, smacking through that guy. Like it's just dumb behavior. Immediately. It was like, yeah. you're done. You are absolutely done. Like, oh, wow. But, but love him, love watching him. Like, but that stuff's right. going to cost him. And if they lose by ten points to Geelong, I know sure. you can never That's know. It. But like, he's the nah. difference. He's that guy. Um, and yeah, I agree yeah. with you. The forward line, like they've got options. And Hogan had a really good game. Like he, he really he yeah, came he into his yeah. own. It was one of the better games. It's like career high contested marks. So if he can do that again, he's going to need to do another career high thing, which is not easy to do. Right. He's going to, I don't know if, you no. know, him, Finlayson will come in. I don't know if him, they probably will replace with another small, maybe Bobby Hill or um, Daniels. I'm not sure what his hamstring stitch is, but they're not Toby Green. Yeah, okay. Um, no. It's, it's going to take no. a lot. It's just going to take a lot for them to win. Yeah, Himmelberg's man. not the main focal uh, point. Yeah. He's in third. Like, no. Yeah. And, and you know, Geelong are a different prospect without Tom Stewart. They are really, yeah. they're much, much weaker without him. Oh, so really much weaker are. without him. Yeah. But. Oh yeah, um, but you know you'd expect someone like Toby Green to take real advantage of that. Whereas without him, it's yeah, it's tough. Man. I don't know. I also, I, I'm bar- I'll be barracking for him. I'll be barracking. Hundred percent, um, Giants I all the way. That's my tip. I don't think so either. Gee, uh, sorry, Geelong is like my least preferred team to win the flag. So I'll, I'll be. I'd love to see the Giants go all the way. That's another club I'd love to see go all the way. Only reason Same. I say Melbourne and I, I think, is purely history and the, the long the t- amount right. of time they've been in the comp for. But also, GWS is lasting on them. They they do have form against Geelong. They've beat them the last couple of times at GMHBA, right. which is crazy feat. And one of the last game they beat win. huge. The last game when they beat Giant uh, Ge- Geelong down there, they had eight outs or eight changes in the team, which is the most yep. this year. 
and some of those outs were Josh Kelly. They had no Hogan. I think I don't think Cornelia was back in there. They had a lot of outs. Maybe Hopper was out as well, which is a bunch of their top yeah. end midfielders. And they beat Geelong down there. But who popped up and kicked four goals? Toby Green. So T Green. I don't, I don't know how. Not Tom. To, to not me, Tom yeah. Green. Yes. Um, Who's also out this weekend with a broken arm or shoulder or something? He's yeah, out too. He is. So no, none of the T yeah, Greens he did are there. His shoulder. No T Greens. Mm-mm. No. Orange teams? I don't know. No DWS. No orange teams. I like it. No T greens, no orange teams. <laughs> yeah, we'll take that. <laughs> it's not easy being green, man. Yeah. All right. We got five minutes left. Let's yes. do this little uh how the teams Give me these nicknames, <laughs> got the nicknames. I love this. All right, all right, all right. That's kind of also kind of included GWS. Sorry to completely talk over you then. Um no. we've kind of given our tips as well <laughs> for, cool. the, for those things. We both think Geelong and we both um we have difference on uh, differed on the Brisbane. Doggies, so we'll see what, uh, dogs. what yep. result comes out there. Good luck to your tipsters out there. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good bloody luck to you. Good luck to you. Um, all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, GWS and the Gold Coast Suns, not much needs to be said there. Uh, went with alliteration, GWS Giants. Obviously, there's a little bit of um, they they kind of uh, backing into the American sports culture and in an effort to kind of attract a more diverse crowd from uh, the Western suburbs of Sydney, people who are maybe a bit more into basketball or American sports. Um, they're wow. hoping to kind of capture with that. Yeah. Um, and then the Gold Coast Suns, what do I need to say about that? Um, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Not Big ball of hot um, gas, cool. gassy hotness well, shit. Mate, it takes up nine, it's 95.89% of our uh, solar system's mass, the sun. So, you know, doing something, right? Yeah. Throws it's Taking up 985 I wish they threw their, their yeah, weight around budget, like the uh, <laughs> yeah true they take most of the budget and I wish the they threw their weight sun. around like the sun but um they scorched right. teams I heat lamps didn't this. work that, out there for we go this, I was going did it mate I was going to come back to the heat lamps exactly my thoughts uh, <laughs> next year we got to pitch it to Tony or uh, Cochran or Stewie Jew whoever's there gotta get those heat lamps right. in. Okay, well, if they have a different coach, which team which coach likes a tan the most? Because I reckon that's 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 who the money should be on. I reckon Chris I reckon, Scott's uh, looking pretty damn tan these days. Or oh, Bevo. They both got this like surfy long hair going going on. Yeah. Um, and Geelong, you I know. If Brad Scott might take a take a tan job to kind of uh hey, you know, there we go. even up with his brother. Yeah, get his mojo back, get a new tan, maybe grow his hair mm-hmm. out as well. Um also Chris Scott spent a lot of time in Queensland playing his football, you know, his football mm-hmm. career up there. So a bit of a, a warmer sea change from from cold Pretty wet and cold Geelong to, you know, balmy right. Queensland uh, to the – Yeah, yeah Geelong is around. the Gold Coast of Victoria. As exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's yeah, I mean in the city, not not in terms of the footy teams. They're very, very different. Very different on, um, on field. Off field though, very similar. Um, right. Yeah, I think, I think Chris um, Scott okay. loves a tan. Okay. So this is going back in um, order of when the nicknames were kind of coined or roughly when they were coined. Right. right. So these were both 2010. When they were announced, mm-hmm. um, uh, September 1995, Freya? Port Adelaide Power, oh, Port Adelaide Power. Power. Yeah, um, yeah. So the there's a funny story about Frio. Oh, sorry, about Port um, trying to. They went behind the Sandfuls back um, and approached the AFL to be part of the AFL back in 1990. Wow, because um, they had dominated. They had yeah. dominated magpies, the Sandful right? for a few generations. Yeah, mm. the Port Port Magpies, the Black and Whites, the Prison Bars. Yes. Um, 
And so they they'd won they've won they've still won some crazy record like thirty nine premierships in the Sandfall something like that. And the Sandfall's been going for about the same amount of time as the VFL slash AFL. So thirty fucking flat thirty forty so five. So yeah. just dominated. That's very hard twice to do. as good as everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So they um and they had the biggest supporter base, the best facilities. So they went around uh, the Sandfall's back and applied. Um, much to Collingwood's chagrin. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so then the Sandful, knowing, well, wanting, want, not knowing if they'd ever get another AFL club, uh, wanted to not alienate the rest of the supporter base and not not just give them a power team because, I mean, sorry, a port team because that would obviously piss off a lot of the other supporters from other Sand, Sandful teams because right. – like with the VFL, the Magpies were the most hated club um, in the in in that league. You know, the working class kind of um, uh, uh, Catholic and rabid supporter base kind of that was their profile, really. Mm. Um, so the so in within that they they Sandful heard about the um, Ports approach the AFL, and then within four months, out of nowhere, they created the Adelaide Crows. No um, way. Anyway. I didn't know that. Yeah. They it was, tried to pull the, the Oh, bro, power, it was not. Wow. That's crazy. Did. It's so sneaky. It, it, was, it was not a well, it was not a well organized uh, uh, new team kind of a spite. So this team way. was built out of spite, basically, this Adelaide team. Out of, out of hatred for Port. Uh, who'd have in, thought? In, res, in response to Port. Yeah. And there's still those seeds um, of hatred that are rearing their heads 16, 17 years later. Big time. Um is that a reference to Tex? It is a reference to Tex. Yep. Oh, God. Fuck that guy. Oh, my God. Fuck that guy forever. Never play again. Fuck that guy. No. Insane, Millie. Well, yeah, fuck that guy. I'll just leave it at that because he doesn't get any more fuck airtime. Hope he never plays again. No, no more airtime. Right. So um, that's crazy. when though, they really. first wow. approached the league, yeah. Tiki when they Crows. first approached the league in the 90s, um, the power, oh, sorry, the port, port, they, one of the, thoughts was um they weren't obviously they weren't sure where what it would be in terms of you know guernsey or or name or whatever um but eventually they won the they they knew they were going to be the next team in it this is back in 95 and then they joined in the they joined in the 95 season so in 94 after frio had joined they knew that they were coming up next Mm. um and so they just went with the alliteration and they announced to their um, supporters that it would, they would take on teal as well as their traditional black and white, and that would be the power just to keep it keep it snappy, keep it simple, keep that yeah, alliteration good. going. Poor power, yeah, it's yeah it feels good. It's good, they've done things it does feel good, pretty well, really. Port, I I agree. Um, yeah, man. Um, okay, so next next earliest was ninety four Fremantle. Um, pretty straightforward one. There were two really strong teams in Frio that had a very distinct, and Frio has always had a very distinct identity from the rest of Perth. It's it's it's, its own, mm. you know, township, city, dock area, and has very much evolved in like back then, but also now has got its own identity as distinct mm. from the rest of Perth and WA. So it was um, when the AFL knew they were going to expand again into. WA, it was the obvious place to, to base a team, um, especially with the long history of South and East Fremantle, um, the, the football clubs, um, and and them having their own supporter bases and fans and, and whatever. And then, of course, Dockers, straightforward. It's the it's the it's the port. It's the dock. The, you know, it's the Fremantle. It's the wharf. You know, <laughs> the Fremantle Easy. wharfs. Count yeah. the wharfs. 
strangely enough, I didn't go with stevedores or uh, or, or or dockers. I mean, or, or wharfies, but they were you know, they could have been possibilities. Yeah, I think they went they stevedores. Made the right I wouldn't dockers. Kind of stevedores. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, all right, right. Uh, September nineteen ninety. Um, of course, Adelaide, Adelaide were the team that entered the league in 1990, uh, oh. or in, sorry, 91, maybe Adelaide um, were, that's when they came in then. Yeah. Okay. 91, I reckon. Yeah. I think it was 91. Um, so it was a reaction to port trying to move to the AFL. Um, yes. and then they made out of nowhere, um, this new club, the Adelaide, mm. Adelaide Crows. Yeah. Now there a is a story of, here. A group of people with a, a collective, mm-hmm. um, Mind for for murder. Collective mind. Um, just, yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> they had a camp. Um, yeah, yeah, they had a they, camp. For, they got they played some and, other teams' theme songs to yeah. get some inspiration. <laughs> they put it there. They put their um, collective minds together and came up with a uh, the crows, a murder of crows. Um, murder well, of crows. Maybe. So th- there is a little story about crows, mm-hmm. um, and that is that when the power tried to sorry when Port tried to join the league. Um, back in 1990, one of the options and the one that was probably leading was that they, in their iteration in the national comp, would go from being the Magpies to being the Crows and go right. to an all kind of black strip. Oh, that was yeah. the possible. That was the option. Yeah. Right. So this kind of reaction to port, to Ports trying to come into the national <sighs> league. Creating Adelaide, and then they also stole the nickname they that they actually, were going to use. They really and became went the for it. No wonder the hatred is yep. so deep between these two clubs. Like they're they've got a proper fierce derby, derby derby because it's yeah. or showdown derby even because it really is. Uh, yeah. You know, it's ingrained. And I'm on port side here. Yeah, <laughs> like right. that's um that's shit form to take. You're on the port nickname. side. Yeah. yeah. Port side. I'm probably closer to the starboard side, starboard. but I'll, I'll, yeah, I'm not sure yet. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't have much love for Adelaide. Uh, uh, as a club through the nineties, you know a lot of respect for the yeah. way that they played, and, and I don't mind the club. But you just, you just, I just cannot, I just cannot have any interest in that side in 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 how it's gone over the last no, I don't know, five like six five years, five or so years, yeah. Except for like Rory Sloan, yeah. really, he's the only person that might. Sure, ah, wish you weren't at that club. Come to the Saints, come on, yeah, Rory. too right. Five years ago, even. Um, okay. Before that, 1986, we've got West Coast. Oh, that one came in. Um, yeah, 86. And then had, See that oh, and then they won flags in, shit, was it so 91 good. and 93, I think? Pretty good going. So they really just hit the ground running and they've kind of stayed there and now have, you know, over 100,000 members and they're a dominant club who win flags. Oh, really. yeah. Oh, yeah. Big yeah. time. Okay, so they won 92 and 94. I was close. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, right, so there's not much information about why they're the Eagles, apart from you know Wedgetail Eagles being kind of quite prevalent in Western Australia and it being another alliteration. But then why they choose, and then Eagles, it fits within the rest of the, um, it fits yeah. within an Austra- Aussie rules kind of yeah. narrative of how you nickname clubs. It's a, it's a it's a likely nickname. An yeah. interesting thing about the Eagles though um, is that on their Guernsey, the Eagles head or indeed when it's the full eagle always faces right symbolically eyeing off its rivals in the east so, oh no yeah. way that's so good that's such a good tidbit right oh that's uh-huh. good stuff well if they ever played the like bats in those aforementioned regional teams i know that bats when they leave their caves always turn left 
um, which I learned off the back oh. of a tally hose paper. So the bats versus the Eagles, there's yeah. like not there's just a no contact no contact in that game because they're just missing each other. <laughs> Yeah, well, that makes sense. Total sense. <laughs> they, they, just, plus, they hunt at different times. Yeah. You know? oh, and to like to foil the bats game play as well, you just have to clap underneath them when they're kind of flying over you. It just throws <laughs> them completely <laughs> off. <laughs> I, I did know that about the Eagles facing right. That's a really good. That's a good little tidbit. I wonder well, if that goes was, back to an old. Mm. I was going to say, I wonder if it no, was maybe can... writing the song, if they were like, they got the song going before they had the name. And they're like, where the right. eagles? Oh, where the somethings? The West Coast somethings. It's like okay, two two syllable, two syllable. It has to be two syllables. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it was just right. the song came first. <laughs> they're flying high. Oh, okay. We can't be the bats. We're gonna be the eagles. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> and we can't fly too high. <laughs> Only on the field. No, no, that's it. Uh, <laughs> Oh. Got a little bit of a jump um, back to the next earliest one. Oh, yes. uh, it's Brisbane. Hey. Uh, well, actually Fitzroy, well, Fitzroy really. Yeah. I mean, we, 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 I'm, I'm going to skip over Brizzy because yeah. Brisbane were obviously the Bears. Um, alliteration, yeah. dumb, dumb nickname. Sort of fits within the framework yeah. of Aussie mm. names, except it doesn't because Drop Bears. we don't have Bears. Is that and, thing? Is yeah, Koala Bears was bear. kind of the idea. Yeah, okay. Yeah, probably that actually. That was probably – no small part to do with it. Yeah. Sure, a sponsorship. Probably did. Probably um, did. Yeah. But they dropped it obviously in favor of the Lions when they merged in in ninety five, six, six. Mm. Um now uh Fitzroy, however, were not always the Lions. They took over the Lions uh moniker in nineteen fifty seven. Um okay. before that they were often referred to the Roys, referred to as the Roys or the Roy Boys, and the other longest-standing nickname for them, um, which went from before the Second World War until about mid fifties. It's not was the, the murder, gorilla. is it? Oh, gorillas! I was going to say, do you remember, what's the Fitzroy <laughs> murder? Is that a gang? Was that a gang? It is a gang. It was a gang oh, in yeah, Fitzroy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. It was that was one of those pushes. One yes, of those gangs. Crutchy Bush. Late nineteenth yeah, yeah, yeah. century. Yeah, Fitzroy yeah. murder. Just on the um, nose gang name. Like, yeah, yep, we're mean. Melbourne has a long history of street gangs. Not anymore, what a thankfully. Clue. Unless you believe, unless you believe Peter Dutton. Peter Dutton. But, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So the gorillas. Did you say Fitzroy gorillas? They were the gorillas for wow, a good okay. twenty so, years. Twenty three. So years. totally out of yeah. nowhere. Someone just had a you know. Um, so apparently it was because they were maroon. I'm just like gorillas aren't really what? maroon though. Silverback so, gorillas. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, don't know. Don't know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> all those yeah. maroon, all those purple gorillas out there. It's a long bow. Um, Is that maybe the Donkey Kong fans? Maybe yeah. it's like Nintendo fans. Ah, oh, of course that makes sense. The DKs. Yeah. yeah, the DK. Yeah. Oh, maybe. <laughs> um, before that, we got uh, we got North Melbourne. Um, they were, of course, obviously the shin boners, um, given their, given their history of, as abattoir work, as being like an abattoir working class suburb, there's a lot of meat works in North Melbourne back in the day, but also it was something to do with, um, the tendency of the players to swing their boots into the opposition's lower legs. So there's that shin bonus spirit (laughs) we love. That's right. Kick him right in the shin. (laughs) Brutal. Um, and Apparently, local butchers, when they were playing well, would often decorate their display windows with blue and white beef leg bones, which is just gee, that's um, real nice stuff for for North Melbourne's history. There, <laughs> they also had a lot of gang ties yeah. as well. I know there was a lot of like, I think the Shin Boners were a local gang. 
um, who were got around North yeah. Melbourne. So they, <laughs> on and off the field, they were kicking shins and um, doing crime, oh, I guess. Hang, hanging up body parts. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but in 1954, Kangaroo was adopted as their mascot. Um, the club okay. wanted something that was more suitable, more family friendly, but also yep. something that was a mascot. Oh, well, that could have a not mascot. more, not more family I, friendly than a bunch of abattoirs who were kicking shins <laughs> and hanging up shin bones and meat stores. Hanging up meat. Yeah, no, believe it or not, that was they thought that, that uh, a Kangaroo might, might get them some younger friends. Oh, or something. Now yeah. they just have embodied that um, spirit, but in like a PC family friendly way. But it's like, yeah, still have that murderous rage right. within you, but keep it, you know, keep it PG. Well, it feels about right for Australia. Um, yeah, it does actually. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised they don't have more fans. Um, but they also wanted to have a, a mascot that they could bring. And so in there, are, there are some early kangaroos games in the 50s where they actually had a kangaroo uh, as their mascot, brought oh, them in, my brought word. a real kangaroo that's in. Real. To, that's yeah. real 50s energy right there as well. A wild native animal just running. <laughs> Terrified <laughs> from these rabid fans at Arden Street and wow. a bunch well, of meat bones hanging around. I imagine just... kangaroos would also have quite significant shin bones, right? They've got quite large Oh, yeah, uh, they would. Absolutely. That's true. I've never Maybe thought of that. They, yeah, extract shin some bone of their spirit. A... It's from the, you know, Maybe. you take out the, yeah. uh, the kangaroo's shin bone spirit whilst um, throwing it into the... <laughs> Freaking abattoir or whatever you're doing, some horrible thing. Well, people are all about people are all about local ingredients and keeping things mm. native these days. Yeah. So I think it makes sense. It's a lean um, meat too. So that was that was the that was in '54. Mm. Um, back in 1942, 43, uh, Hawthorne adopted the Hawks nickname. Um, before that, as covered on the podcast, they were known as the Maybloom's, um, and occasionally they were known as the Mustard Pots as well, which I only just discovered. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So Up the mighty nice. mustards. Can't the mustard pots. Keen as. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Um, nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, motivated by uh, legendary figure and coach Roy and Tasmanian, Roy Kazali, hey. excellent Kilda player, um, decided that a more aggressive nickname was uh, was required and adopted Hawk uh, on advice from his daughter, which is quite nice. Hey, there you go. That's nice. I'm surprised nobody else had thought of it though. Hawthorne. Anyway, but yeah. you know, hey, that's where See, it was. well done. You just needed a young mm-hmm. mind to help guide the way for the Hawks, the Hawthorne Hawks. That's, that's right. The mustard pots. Um, in the, f- in the 40s, uh, while the war was on, Essendon became known as the Bombers due to their um, proximity to the wartime airport. It's uh, a bad taste, right? <laughs> a little bit, uh, a little bit, but hey, you know. Wouldn't you want to watch football to escape? All that our boys. You know, like escape the world problems. Like I don't want to tune into the GWS COVID nineteens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. Like during dr- during <laughs> yeah during war times, <laughs> the bombers. Um, oh. Okay, <laughs> they really went there. So that that was that before before that before that their nickname had often been the same olds. Because um, they were, <laughs> which the most they should adapt. For... I think they should adapt after the weekend's loss. They should probably bring. The I same agree. Back. Same old, same olds. Um, Dons had also been widely used as just mm. a as a shortening of S and Don, nice. obviously. Yeah, nice. Um, but yeah, that's when that's when S and became known as the Bombers. Uh, in the thirties, um, South Melbourne. Um, Started to be known as the Swans. Before that, oh, yeah. some of their other nicknames had been the Southerners, the Bloods, 
which is obviously still going tr- nice. through to, na- to nice. now, uh, or the Bloodstained Angels, which is a reference <laughs> to their Guernsey, being uh, mostly white with a stripe of blood. Yeah, there we go. Um, not as catchy, but still pretty good. But yeah, not bad, not bad. It's pretty fe- ferocious. Pretty grim, Angels. yeah. Like it. Sounds like a motorbike gang, doesn't it? Definitely does. Yeah, 100%. Um, So in 33, they won the flag um, in in like dominant fashion. Um, Off the back, largely of a lot of interstate recruits. Um, So a lot of people started calling them the South Foreign Legion, which I quite like. Um, (laughs) That's good. But a lot of their interstate recruits came from WA. And of course... The black swan ah, is the emblem of um, yeah, that's emblem of Western Australia. So yeah. that given and their proximity to Albert Park Lake, um, they became ah, the swans. Of course. Oh, that's that's awesome. That makes a lot of sense. This one, that's good. Yeah. That's some good history for the swannies. And they've kept a bit of that bloods action yeah. like Hawthorne. Yeah, I'm, I'm not hearing the, the mustard pots being thrown around very often. but um, That's true. What about that mustard pot culture? You know? Yeah. <laughs> Bring it back. You never hear about that. Mustard pot culture. Do um, you expect to say that? Today? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, uh, in 1933, uh, I think 33, yep, um, <laughs> Melbourne became the Demons. Before that, they'd been the Invincible Whites, which feels wow. really wrong. Really racist. Um, yep. Jeez. Yep, the Invincible Whites. Um, and then in the 1870s or so, they, they took on the colours red and blue. Before that, they were just wearing white strips. Um, but they took on the red and blue okay. colours because, uh, as we've also covered on this pod, a football official came back from England bearing with him some football socks um, and they chose the red ones and they became the red legs for a while. Uh, and obviously we've talked about it. They became the fuchsias uh, right up until 1933, which is when Checker Hughes pulled the team aside during the break to say, you're playing like a bunch of flowers, lift up your heads and play like demons. Oh. And ever since they've been the demons. Oh, that's good. Checker. Nice. It's a good origin story in it. Yeah. That's huge. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, Bulldogs. Uh, in 28, uh, the Bulldogs became, West, the Footscray became the Bulldogs. Before that, they'd been the Imperials or the Tricolors, um, which is a reference to the colours, which were uh, the colours of the British Empire, the Union Jack. So Imperials, Imperial, obviously, Tricolors, yep. Um, but in 28, in 1928, um, uh, as the team were about to run out, a an actual bulldog uh, got out into the field and led the team out from the race. Uh, and so okay, this they became the, the, it's great, isn't it? Wow. Um, playing against Collingwood at the Western Oval. And they've since taken on the bulldog as the mascot. It was a, it, he was a hit. He was a wow, hit. Wow. What a hit. Um, Literally changed the name right? of the freaking team. Now they've kept a bulldog like. Imagine Steve, if we still call them the tricolors. Oh, not good. Or the imperials. Oh yeah, exactly. Is that what it was? Imperials. imperials. Yeah. No good. No good. Wow, they no must good. have been so enamoured by that bulldog. Like the whole, just a big bunch of dogs fans. Um, wow, that's awesome. That's so funny. Bulldog fighting that, spirit. Yeah. Yeah. So there's no team called the like pigs now. When that pig ran out in uh, pluggers, like <laughs> pluggers. That's right. Games. Kind of pigs. Yeah. Uh, pigs up the good. pigs. Up, up the them, pigs. Up the, up the mighty boars. Yeah, man. Kind of boars. Um, all right. Well, uh, a few more, a couple more left. Geelong uh, were originally called the Pivotonians. We've also covered this on a previous episode of the show. Uh, the pivot so being nicknamed for Geelong as the hub of 
hub of commerce or second hub of commerce in Victoria. Anyway, still whatever. Is. We love Weird it. Name. Um, <laughs> yeah. They still. It still is. They, still, they started being known as the Seagulls for a bit, but Williamstown had already taken that. Oh, yeah. um, and then uh, in 1923, uh, Geelong were playing against um, uh, Collingwood, I think. And then at three-quarter time, a black cat appeared, um, and then it helped Geelong beat them or something. I don't know. Nice. Um, something like that. Suspicious and then from Geelong. there's a whole history that we've also covered about Geelong's superstitious, uh, superstitious past, sorry, which sorry. invokes them burying dead animals underneath Cardinal Oh, that's Park. right. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. There was also, oh. but the captain at the time in the, in the 20s oh, uh, pinned, a, pinned a cat to the, the jumper, oh. which is the, the same cat that you can still see on the jumper. Oh, that's crazy. So um, this is maybe yep. why Harry Taylor did the whole pig in the sock thing. There's, they've got a long history of maybe. hiding meat in places where they I mean, probably shouldn't be. Eat you up like ham. Or, I don't know. Oh, yeah, maybe. Um, in in the twenties, Richmond uh, became the Tigers. Before that, they'd been the Yellow and Black Angels, which wasn't great. A lot of the newspapers uh, tried to start. Well, a lot of the newspapers referred to them as the Wasps, but that never really stuck. Mm. Um, and though, um, but then uh, Mr. A. Mill, uh, Mr. Mills, Miles, sorry, um, mm. was a keen supporter, but would never <laughs> never pay for a ticket. So he'd, oh, he'd, he'd watch boy. the game from a tree outside Punt Road Oval, <laughs> um, and became a cult figure. Because he started calling them the Tigers, and would would his 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 um his shout of "Eat them alive, Tigers." That's still, uh, he was the first can, one to start wow. saying that. Wow, that's that and felt that's like a to this day. That honestly felt like a new marketing thing, but sure enough, it was a madman. Ah. Eat them alive, the Tigers. That yeah, of course. Naturally, my football team's named after some guy in a tree. Some guys, um, but his from a yeah, tree. his eat them alive, Tigers. Incredible. Yeah, that's directly what led to them being called the Tigers. That's incredible. Um. So Collingwood, um, 1892, they became the Magpies. Um, that's when they were formed, 1892, in the VFL. There was a team playing out of um, Victoria Park in the VFA days, and they were called Britannia, Britannia. Um, and so uh, when they were when when Collingwood were coming to the VFL, they needed to to have a different name uh, because Britannia's colours were the same as that as that as, as Footscray's. Um, uh, sorry, it was when they entered the VFA. But anyway, their 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 colours were same as um as Footscray's. Um, but apparently, a supporter saw the the magpie on the South Australian coat of arms and liked liked the colours and liked the magpie. And there were a lot of magpies at the time that were along the Yarra near Victoria Park and and the creeks there. So stealing more they stuff chose from the magpies again. They should take stealing more from more South, stuff Australia. South Australia. Give it back, Collingwood. Give them those prison yeah. bars. Um, and they've got a their their club motto is Floriet Pica, which uh, is Latin and translates to basically uh, "May the magpie prosper." Uh, hey, okay, know. that's nice. So there that's you go. Nice. <laughs> uh, okay, last two. We've got like our two teams. One minute. Eighteen seventy-three. Well. Okay, our two for the final yep. minute, and then Perfect. I must. Our two teams. Last two. Perfect. 1873, St Kilda. Uh, obviously, the Saints was a logical OG. nickname. Um, yeah, it's in it's in the title. Clues in the bloody title. Um, there are a couple of interesting uh, nicknames that they tried to make stick, but never really did. Panthers in the forties, okay, and then okay. Penguins in the fifties. <laughs> but uh, believe it or not, believe it that or didn't not, work. Really oh, the Penguins and the Panthers. Strangely enough, right? Gosh. Um, and Carlton, uh, eighteen sixty four. The Blues were formed. Um, there is a there's a there's a story that the that when the person came back from England with the same with the socks 
that Melbourne got the red legs socks from. They also brought back a set of blue socks and Carlton got those. Hence, they became the blues. Got the same choice. They wanted Um, the reds, but they got the blues. There were other – they got the blues. Hey, that's how it goes. Sometimes you just get the blues. What's Um, in a colour? But – they have had other nicknames uh, throughout their history. In the 1860s, people, some, some people called them the Bulldogs. Um, they were called the Brewers for quite a long time. The Butchers were another were, were, other, were another nickname, but um, Brewers. Blues became the more most commonly used and, uh, and, and, and accepted nickname. So there we go. That's the history of club nicknames. That's, huge. And That's great. There's some juicy tidbits there, Mealy. Um, thank you so much for bringing that to my brain and to our listeners' ears. Um, it's been good to chat to you and see you again. It's been, you know, lovely to chat some footy. Lovely to see you. So good. So good. We'll be, um, we'll be back. Um, I'm sure we'll probably touch base over these next few weeks again. Um, we kind of just, you know, as obviously everyone's very aware, it's been a tough time in Sydney and Melbourne respectively, Amelia and I doing our thing. So we've, it's been hard to keep it up consistently, but this has been so good to do. Good to chat to you and to listeners and, you know, we'll keep in touch over the next few weeks. I can't wait. Yeah, man. Enjoy the footy. Enjoy the footy this weekend. Say you're out of the ambassador for me. I will. Um, Indeed. And you listeners, thanks thanks for tuning in uh, to another episode. Uh, yeah, we'll see you. We'll see you very soon. Um, take it real easy. Enjoy the footy. Woo. Thanks, Bye guys. from me. Bye.